Each episode of this podcast will be a bit different, which shouldn't come as any surprise to anyone considering who's making this thing. My name's Jay, introvert extraordinaire and procrastinator extreme, and I really, really hate the sound of my own voice. So I figured, why not make a podcast forcing me to have to listen to the jarring timbre of my own vocals, yeah? And no, that doesn't mean I'm going to sing. That would be weird. But I am going to read random things I've written over the years. Sometimes poems, sometimes short stories, sometimes journal entries, essays, or just random thoughts, feelings, insights, and whatnot that come to me at, you guessed it, typically three in the morning. The topics will range from personal beliefs, to random commentary on past and current pop culture, to books I've read, or music I love, to interesting things I've learned, to my take on various forms of fiction and literature, or taboo tropes I adore or despise in particular fiction, to, well, really just about anything. I also like to add in a word of the day to help broaden our vocabulary skills and even provide inspiration which can strike at any time for any reason. And, as a disclaimer and trigger warning of sorts, most of this is unscripted and uncensored, so expect quirky, raw, honest, and undoubtedly controversial material to randomly pop up and be discussed, or simply pop up, no discussion needed. If you like what you hear, then share this podcast with your friends, family, neighbors, co-workers, random stranger you meet on the train, and subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes are released. I'm going to try getting them out on Thursdays, with an occasional Sunday thrown in if I'm feeling up to it. You can also drop me a voice message on Anchor with questions or suggestions. Okay, so here's the thing about me. I do not sleep well in strange places. Meaning, if I can't lock a door where I'm going to sleep, the verdict is out that I'm not going to sleep. Period. I need to be able to feel safe when I shut my eyes and finally conk out. If I'm somewhere where I can't do that, then little old insomnia is going to be knocking at my door permanently till that nonsense is resolved. AKA till I'm home again in my own bed or shocker, actually in a room or space with a door that can be locked. All that aside, and even with that, I'm probably still going to have trouble sleeping. You know, it's just me being honest, you know, unless I'm literally dead on my feet in which case I'll collapse for like an hour or three, then wake up and then stay awake for another 72 hours straight before doing it all over again. Yes, I know I'm weird. I can hear y'all way in the back. You can, you can just chill, give it a rest. But listen, one thing that I've always found is Once I've finally gotten used to a space as sort of mine, I'll know because not only will I be able to fall asleep instantly, but I'll dream about the house. And this is where it gets really weird. So let me prepare y'all for this one first, okay? 
I have incredibly vivid dreams. The full cinematic experience, if you will. I see it all in full Ultra HD, 1080p color with sound, moving pictures, action fights, people I've apparently known my whole life and who've known me since forever. Backstories, the works. And I have continuous dreams too, not just reoccurring ones, meaning I might dream about a place with certain characters, places, events, things, then wake up, live this waking life, then not have that dream again for like ages, only to one night come back to it at almost exactly the same spot I left with whoever I was with at the time being like, the hell were you? We were looking all over. We gotta move right now. Come on. And then I'm literally right back in the thick of it like I never left. So now that you know I'm like literally a dreamwalker traversing different worlds when I go to sleep and that this place right now is probably just another dream for me, you might understand what I mean when I say I dream about the houses or places I live in once I become attuned with them and can truly connect with their energy. I know that probably sounds mucho bizarro, but it's the truth. Every place has its own story to tell, its own energy, its own events which take place on the thinly veiled partition between this world and the next. When I dream of the house or apartment or wherever it is that I'm currently living, I get a chance to peek into that other side and see what's really going on. And boy, let me tell you, I just had a glimpse at the place I'm currently living in and I don't know whether to be freaked out or very, very intrigued and just dying to go back in. So let me break it down for you. Apparently this house is either stuck or is in the midst of some sort of very strange Halloween event going on. Except the horrors are real. Let me explain. The house looks the same on the outside, okay? Everything on the outside looks exactly the same. The front door, the actual you know, facade of the building, the lawn, the street leading up to it, you know, everything, all of that. But once you get inside, it looks like your typical American middle or high school with long hallways and classroom doors on both sides, except on the first floor, which is the top floor for some reason, the doors are only on one side. The other side showcases a huge staircase leading down to the other floors namely to the lowest level, which I guess must be a mostly unused basement or something, because you can see at the very bottom of the stairs and like a little bit leading into that floor, but then everything just fades to blackness and that's it. In front of each of the classrooms is a different grotesque or oddly eerie scene much, much, much further down that hall are beds. I'm not kidding you. Like, beds that you'd see in, like, orphanages from 
very old movies that would just be crowding in a big room lined up next to each other like those kinds of you know single beds and for the most part they're they're mostly empty but then there's those like mine yes that's right my bed was also there that's where I woke up um you know there's like I said there's empty ones but then there's also those like mine which have people in them however you know they're covered up with like a heavy duvet so you can't tell who's in them or maybe or maybe I should say what's in them because who knows um but anyway uh you know on that first floor at the first door there's some dementor-like creature sucking on a person's face with a long line of children waiting to experience their brains being sucked out beside it and then a few doors down there's like a sort of scissor man shadow marching along the walls chasing people about and actually killing them And then inside of another room, I saw a bunch of kids gathered around a table, opening up what looked to be a cadaver on a desk. Only I realized very quickly that that person wasn't a cadaver, but a living person who was still alive and apparently could feel what's happening to them. And like, yeah, yeah, there's that. So, you know, um, like I said, there's weird shit going on in this house. Um, But anyway... Uh, what I remember next was that I didn't stay very long to find out what else was going on in this freakish house of horrors because a group of, I don't know, like middle school girls or so, I don't know, middle school? Yeah, they look about middle middle school age, you know, maybe like preteens. Yeah, like preteens, maybe like 11 or 12, something like that. But they came running up to me, calling me by name. And then just started dragging me to the stairs, heading towards the basement. Uh, Apparently in the basement, there must have been some sort of event going on, which I don't think was sanctioned by whoever set up this horrific monstrosity. But those girls who dragged me to the stairs wanted to sneak down there. And I asked them, why? You know, like, why? And they're like, it'll be fun before they ran off into the darkness now let me tell you i stayed where i was on the stairs and after long moments i could hear the crunch and splotch of their blood and bones emitting from the black (laughs) yeah so i obviously looked back up to the first floor where i had been and decided to leave them to their fucking fate because no You know, the thing about it is that even though this is absolutely fucked up in every possible way, it's not like I was scared of what was happening around me. It was more like I was just concerned as to what the actual hell, you know, like it wasn't I wasn't scared. Even me, you know, reading this back to it. I'm not scared. I'm a little disturbed because I'm like, what the fuck? But I'm not scared. And I wasn't scared in actually there witnessing it either. 
which is why when I did go back up the stairs, it was very nonchalant, like just sort of like, you know, looked into the darkness where I heard sounds of like, I don't know, them girls being eaten or butchered or whatever. And then kind of looking back up to the first floor with like the Dementor thing sucking the lives out of children. It was like, I guess I'll go back to the Dementor sucking the lives out of children. Just, you know, kind of just casually walking back upstairs. Like I said, I... I, I, at any rate, um, I never did find out what happened to them children, um, the ones getting their souls sucked out, or the group of girls that went downstairs before the dream ended, because just as I started heading back up the stairs to see what else there was to see, I noticed someone near my bed, you know, in the dream, and I ended up calling out to them like, hey, you know, you're not supposed to be near those. And how dare you get your dirty clothes all over my bed? That's like an actual thing for me. The bed is meant for sleeping clothes, not outside clothes. That's just how I am. So I try to keep my bed clean, meaning only clean clothes on the bed. If you need to sit or you need to whatever, you do that in a chair or on the floor or whatever, if you're still in your outside clothes. Inside clothes and bed clothes are the only things that should be going in the bed. That includes if you're having sex. You strip before you end up in the bed. That's all I'm saying. Or, you know, if you are going to obviously have sex, then after that's done, the bed sheets get washed. That's it. That's just how I am. So it doesn't seem weird to me that I would be yelling at some random child in my horror dream to get their dirty shoes and personage off of my bed. It, it, it didn't seem weird to me, but I'm sure to all of you listening to this, it probably sounded very strange. Listen, it's actually not. So at least not to me. Anyway, after I yelled that, I rushed over. Uh, but by the time I got to the bed, the guy is gone like it's not like he ran off or something it's more like he vanished into the bedding yeah yeah and then to make this even better for whatever reason i climbed in afterwards and then i just woke up (laughs) so yeah this house is apparently a horror house that's what's actually hidden behind the smiling faces and the happy welcoming household and this house is a house of horrors (laughs) oh my god (laughs) it's just so comforting like really why couldn't it have been a place where like the dead visit me like in that place that i used to live a couple years ago you know or or even that freakish but empowering funhouse where the inhabitants can enter but can never leave or or you know that place that was made of clouds or even that place that was made of nothing like there was nothing there and i was honestly fucked up for weeks and couldn't wait to get the fuck out of there because what the hell is with a place with nothing inside like mm. I don't know, man. I honestly don't. 
Anyway, this is my very first house dream that I've had for this place. And it was pretty horrific to say the least. I don't know what that means or implies about this place and the people living in it. But I mean, I guess if I stick around, I'm going to find out. And, you know, as I did say, I'm sure I will be back for round two the next time I dream about this place. You know, hopefully I'll survive that encounter. But anyway, that's it for this week's episode. It was almost like a stream of consciousness situation. So apologies in advance if it sounds really weird. I've been struggling with what to record and the lack of personal space and quiet time to actually do the recordings hasn't helped things much in the slightest. Hmm. Suppose that could attribute to some of my visions of this little house of horrors and all that it'd be. Maybe. And now for part two. Well, hello there. As per sort of usual, we are at the part where I share with you my weekly faves. But first, for those of you who didn't know, this past weekend was Ineffable Con, a celebration of the 30-year anniversary of Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett's Good Omens. And it was amazing. The lovely ladies, Rachel Livermore, uh, which is at RC Livermore on Twitter, and Bethany Windsor, which is at Bethany E. Windsor on Twitter, hosted this totally virtual and free event over Zoom. And though we had a boatload of technical difficulties, especially with that freaking chat room, it was so much fun and such a lovely experience to see so many Omens fans together separately all in one place. Um, And so I just wanted to take the time to publicly thank them for everything they did and the great time we all had this past Saturday. So cheers to both of you. You literally made a really shitty week for me end exceptionally well. So thank you for that. And now for the weekly favorites and recommendations. So I've been going through a lot of older music favorites from like the last decade. And as you can imagine, my music genres have been all over the place. But one song that's been on repeat in my mind is... Giants by True Damage featuring Becky G, Kiki Palmer, Soyoung, I believe her name is. I'm probably pronouncing it, I'm butchering it. It's S O Y E O N. Soyun, Soyun, something like that. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm I'm not good with Korean pronunciation yet. I am working on it. Um Duckworth and Thutmos. I believe I pronounced those correctly. Uh, So yeah, Giants by True Damage, uh, featuring Becky G, Kiki Palmer, Soyun, Soyun, Duckworth, and Thutmos. Um, It's not an old song by any means, but it's been my go-to jam as I've been writing and reconstructing the timeline for my characters and like epic saga from 
wayward notes that I've written over the past 10 years. So, I mean, as you can only imagine, I need something that's gonna hit hard and really keep me going while I go through all this shit. Um, but anyway, uh, some other song recommendations that I have include Todrick Hall's Mask, Gloves, Soap, Scrubs. So this song came out about a week ago, and I actually only heard it uh, today. And let me tell you, it is literal genius, okay? Um, As I posted on my Twitter, it's basically like the COVID song of 2020. It should be YouTube 2020 Rewind video. It's definitely the graduating class of 2020's theme song it's like it's just fantastic so if you don't know who Todrick Hall is you better go and find out he is sensational truly just absolutely sensational this song is almost like a parody of another song that he made about a year or two ago or actually, wait, it might have been longer. Lord, it might have been longer. Um, called Nails, Hair, Hips, Heels. That's what it was. Nails, Hair, Hips, Heels. Listen, you, you know, it, it's one thing to listen to it. You need to watch the video. You, you really desperately need to watch the video. Because he does the entire video while in quarantine. With other people on Zoom in quarantine. And you just don't understand. It's fucking amazing. So, go check it out. It's on YouTube. Um, It's got, like, over a million views already. But add a million more, okay? And um, just jam out to it. I mean, if y'all don't relate to this, then you're doing something wrong, okay? If y'all don't relate to every lyric in this damn song, then you're definitely doing something wrong during this pandemic. Yeah. Anyway, um, some more songs include Hearts a Mess by Gautier, Hall of Fame by The Script, The Fighter by Gym Class Heroes, Let's Go by Calvin Harris featuring Neo, Superhero also by The Script, Rise by Inner Universe, Hiro no Tsuki by Akino Arai, Dynamite by Sia. And finally, these songs by Amarante. I, I, I think I pronounced that right. I'll spell it. A-M-A-R-A-N-T-E. It's a bunch of songs. Listen, I like actually just discovered them while I was browsing something I don't even remember what it was and then I just sort of like picked songs at random but I ended up liking each one I picked so I was like okay so here's here's just the um here's the rundown um like I said all by the same the same artist uh Little Heart Into the Dark Haunted Song Hallucinations Passion Brave Stardust one Last Time, Flicker, In the Hollow of Your Hand, Light in the Darkness, Clairvoyance, Home, Alive, Fleeting Light, Awakening, Meet Me in the Woods, 
The Maniac, Lover Song, Sunlight, Wrong, One Last Time, The Virgin Magnetic Material Remix, and Denial. And now for shows and movies that I'd recommend. We have Ghost Rider, which is a TV show. I don't know exactly who makes it. I think it's Apple TV, but you might be able to find it elsewhere. That's where I've been watching it. It's on Apple TV. Um, Lock and Key. I know that one's definitely a Netflix show, and I'm loving it. So good. Um, The Incredibles 2, that you should be able to find wherever. The Labyrinth, which for all of you who do not know what it is, what's wrong with you? Fix that now and go watch it. And The Minority, I don't even know if it's The Minority, I think it's just Minority Report. Um, And that's both the movie and the TV show. So I know a lot of people didn't like either or only liked one or the other but I actually liked both um I I really loved the movie when I first saw it um eons ago um loved 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 the movie and the tv show I actually really enjoyed it was a slightly different spin on it and a little bit of a spoiler alert well not really spoiler like disclaimer I guess it was cancelled so it only had the one season I don't even know if it was a full complete season or not um but you know that's just to let you know because it does end off on a not exactly a cliffhanger but it sort of ends off on this sort of like open-ended ending so you're kind of like well what happened did they get away did they not you know and you know it's not it's not a bad thing or anything but i know a lot of people don't like to watch shows that they know were canceled especially after just a season because it's like oh why are they getting into something that they know there's not going to be any more of and i get that trust me um I may have felt the same way about this show because I actually, like I said, I actually really do like it, but um, I watched it when it came out. So I, of course, had no idea that it was going to get canceled or anything like that. I was hoping they would have just kept it going. But um, at the same time, I was also like, ugh, this might be too, like, out there for people. But anyway, um, those are my recommendations for TVs and movies. And uh, what's next? Oh, right. Books. So finally, um, I got my book recommendations, which include manga, manhwa, webtoons, and webcomics. Um, these different reading materials, I would highly recommend if you haven't read. And if you have read, then I suggest you read them because they're awesome. Yeah. Okay. First one obviously good omens by neil gaiman and terry pratchett (laughs) second one um the left hand of darkness by ursula k Le Guin. it's like a forever favorite of mine uh given by natsuki kizu that's a manga series yes that's a manga series i had a moment and actually as i have just learned 
which it's like baffling to me. I'm so behind on keeping up with my anime. Apparently it was turned into an anime and I think the whole first season has already aired. Like I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm almost positive, which really just shows how I'm just like, like, ugh. but, um, you know, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm telling you, you know, anime adaptations, I wish Americans would really learn from the Japanese and when they do their adaptations of like things from books or whatever, that they actually do a good job, you know, because half the time they do shit job here in America and, you know, this is part of the reason why people have this whole, you know, oh, the book versus the TV show is so shitty and all of this crap, you know, because, and it's usually because it's true, you know, they do a shit job adapting a book to a TV show. Listen, y'all need to learn from the Japanese and their manga to anime things because y'all need to learn. Um, I'm saying this because even though I haven't watched the anime of Given, I'm almost 1000% sure that it's going to be incredible. So uh, for those that haven't read the series, do so. For those that have read the series, do so again. And then for both of y'all, go watch the TV series. Like, I'm going to do so as soon as I can figure out where to watch it and or get my hands on it or something. And that's that's what's going to happen. Uh, next one. I had a moment. Wait, I'm sorry. I had a moment. The next one should be... I can't remember what else I want to recommend. What else did I want to recommend? Oh, Love Not Found. Yes, yes. I feel like I probably recommended this one before. It's a webcomic by uh, Jeannie... No, um, not Jeannie. Jen... Gina. Gina Biggs. Gina Biggs, yes. Um, so it's Love Not Found by Gina Biggs. And, um, yeah, like I said, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty across the spectrum of, um, LGBTQ, U, I, A plus community. Yeah, pretty, pretty across the spectrum of it. Um, including all sorts of different things and whatever. Um, don't get me wrong, it might be a little weird for some people. I personally, I personally, like, love it for so many reasons. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie, for so many reasons. Um, a but, <laughs> you know, it might not be for everyone. Uh, at the same time, you know, if you are into speculative fiction, because that's definitely what this would fall under the heading of, um, you know, science fiction, obviously, science fiction, speculative fiction, um, you might really enjoy this one, you know? It's, like I said, it's a webcomic, so, uh, and it's pretty long, it is, but yeah, you know, and I think you can actually buy the books of it as well, if you want to. I definitely want to and will at some point in time but for now I'm just reading it online um, but then as soon as I actually have some spending money to be able to 
spend and actually the space to put what I buy, <laughs> then, um, yeah, definitely going to be collecting this series because it's so good. So good. Um, yes, and on that note, the last reading thing that I want to suggest to all of you is 19 Days by Old Xian. Let me tell you. <laughs> Trust me on this one. You will not be disappointed. It's fucking hilarious. BL, you know, don't get me wrong. It's BL. Although that really shouldn't deter anyone from it because it's, it's just it's like a hot mess i love it so much it is a hot freaking mess um this one is def um this one's a um uh a webtoon so um korean korean manga korean korean comic strips whatever whatever you want to call it webtoon um and it is amazing it's also very very long like don't get me wrong it is very long um i'm actually behind on it i had to well not had to but i just ended up um not keeping up with it because i had a big move you know it was a big move um from my last residence to my current one now and you know most of my stuff is still in storage and you know I just have the essentials with me right now you know uh, it's just like I said it's just like keeping up with all of these different things right now is a little much so I am very behind but I will at some point in time just sort of find it read it all maybe save it in a folder on my computer so that I can just catch up all you know catch up with it when I have the chance um but yeah <laughs> like I said it's a hot mess it really really is the characters are all a hot mess but I love them um and yeah I think you and everyone else would just adore them um but yeah that's it as always, stay safe out there, guys. Don't go around spreading your nasty germs. Wear face masks in public and wash your hands. Stay sane, everyone. And as one of my favorite slogans says, keep calm and carry on. Cheers. Thanks for listening, and I hope to see you all back here for another episode next week, or the week after, or the week after that. Listen, how about we not make any promises and just say, see you again another time, yeah? Cheers.